0: What is up? Rydale high.
1: Hi. Hi, Condra. Hi, Tyler. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: Indeed. The feed. We're back.
1: We're the amateur nerds, and normally we talk about high school musical.
0: But today we're going back to the inspirations to the of high school musical.
1: And that would be as you read when you clicked on the podcast to listen to it.
0: Yeah. Greece.
1: Greece. The
0: 1978. A cult classic? Actual classic? No,
1: literal, like...
0: Actual box office slam dunk? Yeah,
1: very popular film that almost everyone has seen if you're over a certain age.
0: Starring Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta.
1: Yes, rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John.
0: Indeed. We're probably right around our death anniversary.
1: Hard to say, hard to say. I'm not
0: good at that.
1: But, yes, so we have been covering, like, other movies. Like, we talked about Mean Girls...
0: And we did... And, and
1: the other things we covered were just for funsies. Mean Girls was the one we mm-hmm. wanted to cover because that's the important high school mu- movie from around when High School Musical came out. Mm-hmm. But then this is the other major high school movie in film history.
0: That directly inspired this one. As high School
1: Musical. Correct. Greece inspired High School Musical. As we've said on the podcast before, the early version of the script that would later become High School Musical...
0: Like from the 90s.
1: ...was a script that was called Grease 3. And then over cycles of change, it eventually became High School Musical. That was the working title. And (laughs) And then they realized there was no irony. They were just going to call it High School Musical.
0: Which, you know... Is a great choice. In the yes. same way like Grease is exactly what it's saying it is. like
1: th- That is the only like High School Musical calling itself High School Musical is the type of like complete non-irony that High School Musical goes for. And as we'll talk about in this, Grease is a more almost postmodern, like a more serious movie than High School Musical in almost every mm-hmm. way.
0: Yeah, so a little bit of context on the movie, like we always love to do, based on the 1971 stage musical, first in Chicago and eventually making its way to Broadway in the West End, very much founded in let's explore the real lives of teenagers in the late 50s, um, especially exploring greaser culture. And it was originally more racially driven. There were different, like, cliques, kind of more West Side Story-esque. Yeah,
1: we have Italians, we We have have Polacks. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and um, as it moved to Broadway and then to the screen, with this movie, it lost some of that flavoring to go for just... Sex. (laughs) and drugs,
1: (laughs) and rock and roll. Um, Yeah, and I think... I mean, the movie is very much whitewashed, mm-hmm. even with, like, the Cha Cha character being like, it seems like they're trying to do, like, a Hispanic character, but they're not really
0: not committed. doing
1: anything. Her,
0: her last name could even be interpreted as, like, Italian. Yeah.
1: So there's it's not really anything there. But what the movie lacks in, like, racial diversity and, like, commentary about, Ethnic, Society, ethnic differences, yeah. which is more of West Side Stories lane. This movie is about what it's like to be a, a, a randy teenager. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 16 in your middle of nowhere high school that what else you can't afford to do much except go down to the <laughs> diner and treat the poor waitresses terribly, but they still love you anyways.
1: Yeah, but you make you make a good point about the, the, the versions of things that Grease are and it becoming like more toned down over time, and obviously any any high schools putting it on now would be like the very toned down version. But it's not a high school production; it's yeah. a, it's a serious. Yeah, it's like high schools could put on High School Musical mm-hmm. anytime. Greece is like a serious. They
0: had a special version written appropriate for schools.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if
0: you look at some of the lyrics, oh boy, those are not school appropriate. <laughs>
1: I think what they came to in the movie is like this classic thing. He
0: was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any, it any more obvious. obvious?
1: So what we were going to do before, what we want to do with this episode is really just talk about the, the similarities between High School Musical and Grease. And Condra was looking up a bunch of the background information about Grease. And that's why we started talking about the iterations and how it changed over time. But real quick, we want to each give our like,
0: so we literally just finished watching this movie like 10 minutes
1: ago. Yeah, we, we, we just want to give our like two minute like, I just watched Grease. Here's like my cultural hot take. If I had to write a blog about it right now, this is what it would be about. Condra, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: Um, I can go first because okay. I feel like I have a longer history with this movie than you have. Um, So this is one of our mother's favorite movies. So it has been in the zeitgeist for a very long time. I wore one of the discs in the 2 disk soundtrack pretty ragged. <laughs> um, and I think this movie is a lot of fun. It's interesting to watch now just as much as it was back in 78. I don't know if I necessarily, like, I never connected with it necessarily it's in the to, same way, like, that our mother
1: did. It's hard to know if I even like this movie. It I just know. is Grease. It just,
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it just, like, I think the performances in it are fantastic even though like I'll go right along with you the cast is too old like (laughs) they look so off but like it's a refreshing change when you're seeing like oh babyface Zac Efron and like (laughs) because like yeah I'm a similar age to Olivia Newton-John when she was playing Sandy so that's interesting I think I pulled some pieces out of it that I wouldn't normally have picked out having explored High School Musical 1 and 2, especially with Patty's character, and we'll get to her. Yeah. The music slaps, though. Like, even the background music, the jukebox stuff is really, really fun.
1: The Shanana Na stuff. The
0: Shauna Na stuff is super good. Um, I mean, that ending, how can you... Like, you're going with, you're the one that I want, and then we go together back to back, no break and it's <laughs> literally no break literally no break and it is electrified like it leaves you on such a high like when we were when we were talking about we're all in this together it leaves you on such a high note that you're like yeah that was a fun movie the beginning is definitely slow to start and i
1: i like a nodded. couple minutes before like even the time it takes to get to summer nights
0: mm-hmm. is like it's excruciating
1: it's not excruciating but it's like hey We've got a song that basically kicks off the plot. Let's get to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we were discussing, and I'll try not to take this too much from you, but like camera angles and direction is very clean in this movie. It's a very polished movie that isn't necessarily a musical. Like I was like, oh, the choreography is not amazing in it, except for the last two songs. But like, that's not the point of the movie. It's not a dance movie. It's just there are songs in it and they're really good singers.
1: Yeah, it's. You're right. It's like it's not West Side Story where like all of a sudden every single person in the crowd is in a dance formation and everyone's doing choreography. It's it's individual like scenes of like, oh, here's the Frankie Avalon old school musical set. Yeah. Here's the Grease Lightning thing. Yeah. And it's not until the end with We Go Together that they have like the whole formation doing the other than
0: here. Yeah, other and yeah, hand drive being the exception because that is canon diegetic. It's diegetic, movie. yeah. So yeah, it was fun. I don't seek this movie out ever, but I always don't mind if it's on in the background or whatever. Um this was did not feel as much of a chore as let's say Princess Switch did. <laughs> <laughs> and I also did watch the um 2016 Grease live with Vanessa Hudgens as Rizzo and I thought she knocked it out of the park. Um <laughs> I thought that was a very good performance um, all around. But
1: yeah, so just a little of me. Grease, just kind of what you were just saying, it's a movie I end up watching every two or three years. Mm -hmm. And it's worth coming back to in that time to mostly, for me, see John Travolta dance. (laughs) I mean, Summer Nights, you know, Tell Me More, that song at the beginning is so perfect in the sense that, like, it's got... Sandy singing to Patty more than he is to Rizzo.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that the girls are doing their thing and it's completely different interpretation than what the boys are singing mm-hmm. about.
0: There's more girls involved in the song.
1: But the choreography, whether it's on the bleachers or in the sort of lunch area, it's like they're doing so much with it. And it, as you said, the cameras are, are, are just right. They're not, they're not Spielberging around and like, really moving a lot, but they're getting the job done and they're putting everything on display as much as it needs to be letting, you know, the the performances shine. And then at the end, you have John Travolta and Olivia Newton, John doing, I've got chills. They're multiplying. You're
0: the one that I want. You're the
1: one that I want is the title of that song. It's hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. (laughs) It's
0: hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. See?
1: Next. And that song, I mean, fun trivia, that the movie's in the National Film Registry, cool. That scene of just them two dancing in the little carnival attraction, I mean, that is, you don't need the rest of the movie, you just need that mm-hmm. two and a half minutes of a song, mm-hmm. and that is everything, that, you the, need. that is everything in, like, what film could possibly be. Mm-hmm. It's John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John singing and dancing together.
0: And being delightful.
1: Yeah. So Grease, to me, yeah, it is this like weirdly prescient and like relevant thing for like in the 70s, they were reflecting on what high school was like in the 50s. Yeah. And they were reflecting on how like not polished everything was and how confusing and... Mm -hmm exciting things were in the 50s i mean the gap between the 1959
0: yeah whatever the movie reportedly takes place in 59 and
1: 1971 when it was originally like put on that's not a long time in the number of years mm-hmm. but considering like what happened in the 60s yeah. and just the general like cultural shift of like taking you know, the post-war time of being like, you know, a, a relatively feel good era for like white America and be like, things are going great. And then looking back at that with not necessarily criticism, because I wouldn't say Greece is a criticism Mm-mm. of that era, but it's a uh, reflection. And yeah, it's it's an honest reflection of like instead of sugarcoating mm-hmm. what a lot of this is, we're going to we're going to look at it from like, a, hey, this is what it's like to be a teenager And even in the 70s, teenagers watching and I'm sure we're relating to Mm -hmm. the problems that these teenagers were going to. And by putting it through the lens of like the it's the cheery 50s where nothing was wrong. But using that as a portal to talk about Mm -hmm. these quote unquote serious teen issues, it makes it accessible and it kind of it kind of sneaks things by the like censors of, you know, parents being like, I don't want that like nonsense in my house.
0: But, um, oh, a love story between a greasy boy and a clean cut all uh, all Australian girl. <laughs> she was originally all American, so.
1: Um we did we did find it figure out that there are two African Americans in the movie.
0: Yep. One is in the Shanana's with the band that's yes. well, the the whatever and the gamblers is their Sunny, band. Yeah, name. Sunny
1: and the Gamblers.
0: But the Shanana's is the actual band Yes, band's there's name. one
1: black man in that. Band. And then
0: there's And
1: there's I there was a student in the background, a young woman, it's just in the opening high school yeah. shots of like people running, running. around the hallways. Yeah. She was there. And so yes, obviously the fifties are a fraught era if we're talking about Race. racism and the tail end of segregation and Jim Crow era stuff leading into the civil rights. Era. And, and the late 50s very much were the Civil Rights era, but more normally yeah. that gets associated with, like, the 60s. Yeah, but, there was but
0: I mean, Rosa Parks was yes 50s. Yes. Um, just wanted
1: to <laughs> say, like, I know my historical facts, but just, like, when people think about dates, that's good. Yeah. That-
0: um, I think it is also important to note that, like, there this is a no-name city, Rydell is not located in any particular spot. The musical was originally, like, grounded in Chicago. And then when they took it out of Chicago, they're like, let's make it Nowhere America. Yeah. And that really whitewashed it in a way that probably hurt some of the messaging. The turf wars that are happening between the Scorpions and the T-Birds. Yeah. And... I think class yeah, the elements the, that get overlooked.
1: The general Americana of it is what makes it like it. It's what ties it to the like rosy 50s glasses, mm-hmm. which is what makes the movie accessible. If mm-hmm. it was like Chicago, like specific, that's I, that feels outside of the tone of what the movie is trying to be. Like everything you're saying, like it sounds like West Side Story part two, where it's like, okay, we're doing West Side Story again. But it's about white greasers fighting against.
0: Other white greasers. Yeah, no, I think the turf war is not, it is both present and not present in the musical and in the movie, obviously, like, it ends with this, like, Mm. this drag race kind of thing. But all of the movie is a series of snippet moments.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because a lot of the snippet moments are, like, really revealing about what high school and, like, the absurdities of being a young person. And then there's also just songs that are just, like, very silly and not meant to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so Grease becomes this very complicated mix of, like, things that are, like, almost important and rebellious from Uh the time. But it's also, like, very it's it's also got a conservatism to it and like it's it's very traditional and it's very like non-threatening at the same yeah. time yeah so it's this kind it's this weird double-edged sword of of American pop culture I think like west Side story it's not going anywhere and it will be worth revisiting mm-hmm. both in the you know the fact that we have the film adaptations mm-hmm
0: we have the various revivals that have existed. And
1: then there's also the play, the musical, which is iterative. You can do it again. You can try it again in the future. Who knows when we'll get another feature of Greece? Yeah. I'm sure we will at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone would have ever said you could do West Side Story again, but we did.
0: But we did. And, you know, I do enjoy that movie a I, heck of a lot. It,
1: it would take someone of a different generation to do Greece again. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe in 20 years, Steven Spielberg Jr. I don't know who the analogous figure would be. Who like the Gen X Steven Spielberg?
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just blanking <laughs> Quentin on Quentin <all>
1: Tarantino's the- <laughs> Grease.
0: <laughs> funny enough, I was reading like the fun facts, and there was a scene filmed between Riz and Kaneki that was got a little more violent. And they like were like, yeah. Had it been like a today, that would have been a Tarantino like scene kind of thing. I was like, oof, that was not good. But do you feel reflect? Do you feel reflective enough of Greece on a whole? And do you want to start talking about it in relation? I feel like
1: there's not (laughs) as much as we tried to say. It's all been said about Greece. So (laughs) let's talk about
0: the word.
1: So similarities to High School Musical, and Condra, you'll have to give me some reminders on some of this High School Musical stuff because I forget everything that happened in the first one.
0: I, I, I chimed in when I could.
1: So, we've got two young people falling in love in this interstitial time. They're not at school. They're somewhere else that they aren't normally where they're free to be more themselves. Yeah. Troy and Gabriella are at a ski resort. On New Year's Eve. And... Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen, who are the Greece protagonists, are at the beach.
0: Yeah. Mystery beach. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that... It's
0: I, like, want it to be it, in New Jersey a little bit, but, like... It's it,
1: always seemed like they were, like, camping at the beach. Like, they were sleeping at the beach.
0: See, I always took it as, like, they took a holiday to, like... Well, it doesn't make sense because she's in, like, Australia. Like, she's from Australia. Where would they travel from Australia to...
1: Like, because you get these shots of the beach, but they're not like at the
0: not at like a spa or a country, like a like a resort.
1: And they're also not at like a Jersey Shore or. A,
0: yeah, there's no Coney Island in the background. Like,
1: yeah, they're not. There aren't a bunch of like other umbrellas and yeah beach towels behind them. Of like, it's not a touristy spot.
0: Yeah. No, I always thought about it as like, okay, clearly they both went away to this place, like. But then the way they're talking about it, like at school is like, oh, I went to the beach. And I'm like, where's this beach?
1: So we get these two
0: young people adolescent
1: lovers <laughs> and they fall in love before going to school mm-hmm. and they have this sort of will we ever see each other again feeling they connect over something, mm-hmm. but they're not sure if it's ever going to come back.
0: I like the connection between Troy and Gabriella definitely more than this Danny and Zuko because, like, they are just like attracted to each other. There's no necessary, like, Sandy and Danny don't realize who the other person is in any way. Yeah. And, like, Troy and Gabriella are like, hey, this secret thing that we both kind of like.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, that initial connection between Troy and Gabriella, you're right, is a better character setup for what. High School Musical is it's not just boy meets girl.
0: Can I make it any more obvious?
1: Yeah. It's, (laughs) hey, these two people are nervous, but when they get together, they have something Mm -hmm. and it's music. Yeah. But you cut from the sort of pre-credits love to the front of the school and it's the first day back, whether it's the first day after Mm -hmm. summer break or the new year. Everybody's gathering out front of the school and saying, hey, how was everything? How did it go? Did you meet anybody? And then they're all gathering. Yeah. In High School Musical 1, I remember Troy getting off the bus and like everybody be like, it's Troy. Yeah. They rushed off to Which see him. Which is
0: basically what the T-Birds do to Zuko. Yeah.
1: The guys are very proud of their gross hyper masculinity. Oh, yeah. It's in, nasty. In, in Greece, they're like, hey, did you get any over the summer? In High School Musical, it doesn't come out quite at this moment. It's more of like the sports rah-rah. It's Troy, and he's our- Our, our leader. Our leader, and yeah. and sports are everything.
0: Yeah. Sports are everything at Riedel, though, too. Oh, there are a lot.
1: that We're not there yet. Oh. So, cut to new girl <gasps> meeting questionable new friend. So, Sandy's got Frenchie, who's kind of showing her around- and Frenchie's got a complicated relationship with her femininity and her social status in the school in a way that's different from Taylor. Taylor's very confident and Not she likes it. to make fun of boys, whereas Frenchie's like, boys can't do anything good for you. Yeah. They they, they do have similarities. And yeah. Yeah.
0: I think Frenchie too has her own drive. She's like, I'm going to be a beautician and I'm going to this program and even if I don't do so Frenchie has a, some softer qualities than Taylor. Taylor is a little one-sided where Frenchie's got a, a couple things going. I for think her.
1: that's I think that's a very good point. Frenchie is a much more complicated character than Taylor.
0: <laughs> at no fault of Monique Coleman's
1: yes. Both movies show off a female authority figure who's kind of hard-nosed and holds our rowdy young boys accountable.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, Miss Darbus in High School Musical and the, the principal, principal whose name I'm forgetting in Grease. In general, they like to pick on nerds. Grease has this character, Eugene. Poor guy. Who's like this classic like 50s nerd who has glasses and, and the high nasally voice. Yeah. And the suspenders.
0: But Eugene's a good guy. But Eugene,
1: but Eugene is such an interesting character in Greece because he helps set up the the dance. He's like on the committee for the dance. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, at the end, there's the gag of him throwing the pie because he's like, got to be good at sports. But Eugene, he never he doesn't change. There's
0: no art. Eugene is a complete, like, ordinary character that's just like president background you're like oh you learn but i but
1: I admire that about eugene because it's like no matter what the, like what the other t-birds do to make fun of him eugene is just eugene he eugene. doesn't feel pressured to be something else yeah which is what like the high school musical would be like it, it would be the you know stick to stick the Sasquatch song be like i'm eugene but i'm also into hip-hop dancing
0: or baseball playing
1: yeah and it's like that's not what it is eugene is just himself and i that's something i Admire about Greece, as well as the character that we in, get introduced soon in Greece, which is Patty Simcox, who's a very interesting Greece character that we need to talk about.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, can we go? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, All right. there's this social hierarchy in the Greece school, but we're not necessarily clued into because we're mostly following the the T-birds and the Pink Ladies, yeah, who are this like greaser.
0: Yeah, they're the they're the like the bad.
1: They're the b- they're the bad ones if, not, if it's not
0: a, bad in like If a, it's a
1: class thing, they they come from a lower, lower class th- background. They're smoking, they're drinking, they're more, they're more likely in danger of dropping out or repeating yep. grades over yep. and over again.
0: Um yeah, they're they're the unenriched, they're the ones that the school just has to pull through pull them through to get them to get out of the system kind and of thing.
1: They're prematuring, like they're sexually active in high mm-hmm. school. They're like Alcohol. That's, they're, yeah. they're
0: stealing their brother's fake ID to buy beer and yeah. um, but Patty is on the cheerleading squad, she's the vice. She's running for class vice president, she's in charge of the dance committee. And it's
1: clear that she's like an academic success too.
0: Yeah, she's got the glasses and she's like, ooh, let me see your class schedule. And she's going around introducing herself to folks. And it's funny to try and map this onto High School Musical in any way, because she's not necessarily like...
1: The role she plays in the movie is nowhere near equivalent to Sharpay in the sense that, like, Sharpay is a major character and Patty Simcox is not a major character. But if we were to line up the high school social hierarchies...
0: She's more attuned to Sharpay, but yeah. she's also kind of like, like a head cheerleader. Like, I'm trying to think of another movie that she'd be, like, representative of, and I guess... I know I, I mean, never mean
1: girls are we
0: I, I wasn't gonna go mean girls I was actually gonna go bring it on
1: <laughs> okay
0: and I was gonna go Kirsten dunce's character who is very driven academically like she's going to she's starting to apply to colleges she's cheer captain she's popular like people respect her but there's also that like underside of it where it's like The people that are into, like, the other stuff. In
1: 10 Things I Hate About You.
0: Yes. She's the Bianca. Julia
1: Stiles is Rizzo. Yes. And her younger sister, Bianca. Bianca, she's pretty and popular and smart. Yes. She's got, she's more like, she's more like a traditional, like, popular high school. Girl, yeah. Um, and she knows French, even though...
0: Even though JGL <laughs> tries to tutor her in French. Um, yeah, no, I think maybe 10 Things They Hate About You is a better dynamic. It it, it
1: it has both of those characters in the same movie as, like, deuterogonists, almost.
0: Yeah, but it's also weird that, like...
1: They they form Julia's, a forced dyad. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Julia Stiles' character is not well-respected in the school. She's like, oh, that girl's complaining again. Where Rizzo, like... There's something to be admired. if She's like cool in a bad way, and like ooh, she's a little bit dangerous. And like, yeah, uh,
1: Patty Simcox is like, yeah, she wants to be friends with Rizzo, she, she, and not in a
0: demeaning or
1: yeah, not in a Mean Girls way. Yeah, what's her name in Mean Girls?
0: No, no, she's, no not, if, she's not. She's not a Patty.
1: Was Regina George? She'd be making fun of Rizzo. And insulting her behind her back yeah. or to her face. Well,
0: she, Patty eventually does do that because, like, she's revealed she's been gossiping about Rizzo's potential status.
1: Yeah, but that's more, you know, gossip is gossip. I don't blame Patty for participating. Um, In the same very, way, I, I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I take it back. But, like, Regina George is, like, doing things.
0: Harmfully <laughs> all the time.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's
0: weird because we when we were watching even we we're like okay who is patty light like can we ascribe her to any character and it's still like
1: no it's more like in the outsiders where it's like you have the greasers and the Socs, and she's the
0: the, the yeah the, the main the
1: gal in the socias who, who
0: falls in love with pony boy a little
1: bit yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah but patty never crosses that line but, Although, apparently, in the musical version, she does cross that line and, like, dates Danny for Well, she,
1: she kind of throws herself at Danny at some point in the movie. Yeah. And that makes things more interesting. And that's more like what Sharpay does with Troy. It's mm-hmm. like she tries to get with the popular handsome boy. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, never at all interested. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually a, a fun thing in High School Musical that – Troy is never even no. an iota interested in Sharpay. No. <laughs> he's
0: like, um, excuse me, Sharpay, Gabriella's. Right and there. Danny's
1: also never interested in Patty, really. And even when Chacha okay. comes in later, like yeah. he's like, I'm dancing with her, but I'm not like into her. I'm into Dancing. Sandy, yeah. Yeah. So I think the the Patty Simcox character is interesting.
0: Because she's she's not Sharpay and it, Rizzo's not Sharpay. It, it
1: contextualizes. What the play is really about with the whole social hierarchy and the class structure Mm -hmm. that, you know, the face value of like just watching the plot of Grease doesn't really play into very much. But if you if you read into it, it it is there.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something High School Musical does take from is this. Like, oh, Gabriela's mom's been moving around her whole life due to a job. Like, there's a little bit of social stuff, like, class stuff there. A little harder to ascribe, but it's there, I, especially I will, in the second one.
1: I will give credit to High School Musical in the sense that, like, it points out that Sharpay and Ryan are a little bit of jerks because they're rich and they don't have empathy for the people around them that don't get given everything they want. Yeah. It's it's just more facile, do you say facile or facile? It's got to be facile, right?
0: I would imagine it's facile, but I've never heard that word
1: before. Facile.
0: Facile.
1: <laughs> it well it comes from Latin. Um, <laughs> it just—it's so much more facile in High School Musical in the sense that it's like the rich people are bad, <laughs> and our characters are fine. Yeah. Troy's not having any financial problems. Like, it's not about that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, these people are jerks.
0: They're out of touch and rich.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is a fair criticism to make. Don't, I'm not, I'm not one of those Elon Musk defenders. Nope. This is where things start to break down because we get these sort of like plot setup that is like, okay, this move like these movies are the exact same in the sense that you've got, Boy meets girl, they have an attraction, but they can't make it work because of the social foundations of American high school. Whether it be Danny and Sandy, who can't get along because Sandy's more of a prep and he's a greaser and he has to look and act a certain cool masculine way. and Gross. He, And she can't stoop down to his level because she has with a, a purity mm-hmm. standard to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the look at me, I'm Sandra D song. And that's everything with the class ring. And Danny moves a little fast for her.
0: And then Danny tries to get a letter to show that he's serious about something.
1: Well, we can come back to that. OK. And then Troy and Gabriella they meet and Troy's got to be the sports guy. And Gabriella's the freaky geek girl. And... According to the status quo social hierarchies, like those don't mix.
0: Yeah, no. Sports not with boy, music.
1: sports boy, and is not supposed to talk to girl, smart girl, smart girl, and they're not, and they're definitely, definitely not allowed to sing, sing. together. <laughs>
0: yeah, heck no.
1: And, and I will say that that is an interesting thing in High School Musical is that it adds the third thing. Mm-hmm. It says, let's, let's put both of our characters in something that's out of both of their comfort zones mm-hmm. and say, hey, you both got to face down this challenge together, mm-hmm. which is different than the Grease thing, which is like, all right, I'm going to adjust what I want, what I expect of myself to make you happy, and you're going to adjust what you want for yourself to make me happy, and we're a couple, so we meet each other in the middle, Yeah, which people have certain complaints about in terms of like – um Sandy
0: seems to do more s- changing
1: than Yes. Um but Danny changes
0: he does a longer term he, change.
1: And he and he and he decides to change way sooner than she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a common trope of Greece discourse that we don't have to mm-hmm. super get into. No.
0: Nope.
1: All right, back to similarities. High school musical doesn't have a summer nights equivalent where no. like both sides are singing about like I'm in love and it's boys versus girls
0: yeah I don't mind that though for high school musical because they're not in competition yeah. Yeah, in to, a way that like
1: it's yeah it's not necessarily versus boys versus girls and but they're the idea that there's a juxtaposition in yeah. the perspectives
0: but it I think it's strengthened like um what I've been looking for is strengthened like when they're singing it because despite of the outside forces pushing on them like where they're coming together in a way, They're showing their unity against everyone. Like, they're not being enveloped by their crowds. They're striking out against, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Like, High School Musical has Get Your Head in the Game. And that we we were talking about if that's similar to Grease Lightning. And it's like, this is the boys' song.
0: Or if it's like the Stranded at the Drive-In.
1: Yeah. Whatever that song is called. um, I think it's just called Sandy. Okay. Anyway, okay. A couple other quick things. Um, there's this coach character in Greece, this played by Sid Caesar,
0: Calhoun.
1: Coach Calhoun. Calhoun, and he's got this kind of paternal relationship with Danny Zuko. Like
0: he's trying. He
1: <laughs> he tries him out with like four different sports. Uh, the difference is that Rydell High is a losing squad.
0: Yeah, they are not good.
1: <laughs> and I think that adds charm to Greece. Mm-hmm. And and then the Wildcats are a winning squad. Yeah. At one point, Keniki pulls out a knife in Greece and no one in high school musical is anywhere close to having a knife. No. All right. Next big moment is that the, when the boy and girl reunite at the new school, Mm -hmm. there's this idea of what happened to the boy I knew Mm -hmm. like Sandy and Gabriella are like, I was, I was so, I was so intrigued and obsessed with you. And now it's like, you're this totally different guy. And I, I don't know who you are anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think Troy's a little less of that, but there is a little more fit, like, because Danny changes his voice. Like, yeah. Troy, Troy does try and talk to her. Like, he makes concerted efforts to be like, but then there's the big moment where they try and trick him into portraying her with the webcam. That's her like, I thought I knew you, but I didn't really know you kind of moment.
1: Yeah, that does come to play yeah at the beginning it's like i want to be with you but there's this social pressure and i'm not sure and i'm gonna try it anyway that troy has and then it's the what happened to the boy i knew whereas the social pressure for danny zuko is is right away it's like and boom always too. it's like boom the moment this girl gets shoved in front of him his guys are looking at him they're like what you're gonna be nice to a girl yeah. And that does happen. Like, Chad definitely does feel that way for the entirety of mm-hmm. High School Musical. And that's what Get Your Head in the Game is about. Yeah. It's like they did a song, a whole song about that moment where Danny has to, you know, rock in and roll in and whatnot. Yeah. Like, if if that moment was a song and we were going inside his head of being like, my head's in the game, but my heart's in the song. Like, yeah. his head is <laughs> in trying to be cool to his friends, but his heart is with Sandy <laughs>
0: Should I go for it?
1: I'm gonna shake this. Yikes. I hope that Beautiful. the audience I hope that the audience knows enough about Greece and high school musical to follow anything that we're talking about. I
0: know. Honestly, like go watch both before listening to it.
1: If, if you are, I hope this is paying off for you to like actually just be thinking about these things. Cause this is the sort of podcasting that I like to listen to where it's just like, we're gonna really deep dive into like the themes and the topics here.
0: So, yeah, we have – it's a little different with the Grease in High School Musical of, like, the, oh, you're different than I expected. And they both do make the attempts to change over time and adjust their lives. But there are these constant pressures around them that are making it very, very
1: challenging. Yeah, and especially the guy friends in both movies are uh-huh. pla- played as, you're like, comedic jerk. banter. They're jerks, and they have a pals before gals mentality. Yeah. That – is very like very overwhelming and to both movies credit like that is a kind of real toxic masculinity mm-hmm. issue that like apparently <laughs> has 40 to 60 years of relevance that we're still dealing with so yeah but yeah the the idea that the boy is obsessed with his image mm-hmm. he he has worked to make him to like craft himself in this image in High School Musical, obviously, Troy's father is part of it. Yeah,
0: there's less of Troy feels uncomfortable with the image that has necessarily been shaped for him. He doesn't mind it, but he's like, it's not all me.
1: Yeah, and that is an interesting thing in High School Musical. It's like wanting to break free of what other people have enforced on you. Mm-hmm. But it also makes it more simple because it's it's easy to know who your enemy is when it's someone else. Mm-hmm. For Danny Zuko, it's an internal conflict. Mm-hmm. He is rebelling against himself and he doesn't know where to direct his own mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. So both of them have their qualities. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have, you know, this is the idea that Danny Zuko is trying out all these different sports to see if he can show that he's good at something other than like drinking and smoking and, and being a cool guy.
0: Stealing car parts.
1: And Troy, in this anal- analogy, is trying singing. hmm That's a more... The, the whole thing is that High School Musical is way more plot forward mm-hmm. than Grease. Grease is just like a bunch of high school things happen and there's a thread and it takes place over the course of a whole school year somehow. Yeah. And High School Musical takes place over the course of a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, auditioning for a musical and then going to the callbacks. Yep. So.
0: Yeah. So a little different. <laughs> One thing um, that we can slide into here is they both, both high schools weirdly have a mechanic shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not really part of the plot of Grease. It's uh, of Art. High School Musical. It's just like at one point Troy sneaks through this like garage looking area yep. to try to
0: avoid his dad. To
1: avoid his dad. Yeah. In Grease, it's the whole Grease Lightning song. They're and you learning
0: have, to be mechanics. And you mean.
1: have the, the the woman who's like the auto mechanic teacher. Which is a far more subversive thing for Greece to do than high school musical is anywhere near. Yeah. High school musical We're has never. <laughs> no no like everything they do in high school musical is like
0: the tamest version. Like of the tamest possible. version of
1: it. Like like even like the, the the racism, like the casual racism we talk about in high school musical. It's like, yeah, the black best friend tropes and stuff like that. Yeah. There's no like the principal in Greece is a woman, too. And yeah. I don't, we don't necessarily know how many female principals, like, no. administrators there were in the 50s. That doesn't seem like it would be particularly common. hmm And um, the other thing when we were talking about while we were watching the movie, when Danny sings the sad song about how he doesn't understand why Sandy won't make out with him.
0: I'm in misery.
1: Why, I, 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 y yeah. Yes he's singing this melodramatic song and he's sitting on the swings at the drive-in and there's like all the advertisements playing behind him for popcorn and hot dogs. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, Greece gets irony. And like, it gets that it needs to like take itself down a peg (laughs) and that a guy singing a song is boring. But if you put something up in the background, it's interesting. And
0: like Sandy's song is boring because they don't do that. And it was a later reshoot. They were like, oh, shoot, we owed Olivia Newton-John a solo song. Let's just film one.
1: Hopelessly Devoted to You is a great song. It doesn't necessarily fit where it goes in the movie. It's very early in Greece Mm -hmm. where it's like, yes, she's got an infatuation with Danny and she like wants to pursue it, but it's complicated because- she doesn't know how to, like, make a relationship work. She only knows how to have a crush on a guy.
0: Yeah. I think it would have been interesting, like, juxtaposed with Danny's song, like, post-Ring.
1: Yeah. If it was before, like, when she's confused about whether she's into him before she watches the race. hmm Right? Because at the end of Grease, she watches Danny race in this car and this, like, passion she feels when he's putting himself in danger. Is supposed to be like, wow, I this is a boy I care about and I want to pursue and go for it as opposed to just like waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Which is interesting because high school musical
0: They do both have to work hard to get to be together. They but ha-
1: again, they're 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 fighting against exterior forces. They're fighting against Sharpay. They they're also
0: f- fight against themselves. Like after Gabriella gets hurt by the webcam incident, Troy really, like, he has to go to her house and really talk to her and be like, hey, no, I want to be with you.
1: Yeah. The tricky thing is that Grease, while setting up complicated things, doesn't actually, like, spend a lot of time with no. the complicated
0: things. No. I think the longest thing they spend time on is the pregnancy.
1: Yeah. and And Rizzo singing, there are worse things I could do. Which is an interesting song. Nowhere, anywhere close to an analogy in High School Musical. No. um, To Grease's credit. Yes. Although there is this idea that, you know, the last line Rizzo sings, and and there are worse things that I could do. uh, But to let you see me cry, Mm -hmm. that's the worst thing I could do. That very much is uh, an interesting sentiment. I don't know if it has a great comparison to High School Musical, but the idea that, like, like emotional it would vulnerability. almost it would almost be the equivalent to like what Troy is doing. Like I'm supposed to be like this mm-hmm. stone hearted like man, and no. Rizzo's got this idea of like her femininity has to be stoic and mm-hmm. serious, and she
0: has to be independent. She can't rely on anyone else.
1: Yeah, which is not really where Sandy is anywhere near in no. her in her young love life, and to see that like much divergence in. Like, Grease is a movie for the the new lover who is trying to, like, figure out
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he or she is go. I The, the specific gendered pronouns, because this is a very heteronormative topic. Where he or she is supposed to fit into this kind of romantic, mysterious world. Mm-hmm. But it's also for the experienced and jaded teen who's like, I'm so over all of this mm-hmm. love and back and forth and... Will I, won't I? Like, I just want to be strong and committed to myself and Mm -hmm. be true to myself. And so High School Musical doesn't have that.
0: No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have the room to do it. I think for multiple rates, like being a TV movie, its platform it was put on and Disney Channel, like it doesn't have the space to do that.
1: Yeah. High School Musical is very much like a movie for six to ten year olds. 12 maybe it would be my max. <laughs> and Grease is a movie for teens. That yeah, I'm sure it's a lot like Mean of, Girls. I'm sure a lot of kids watched Grease. But yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we did. Yeah. But yeah, you don't get it until you're a little older. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Mean Girls in that way. That it, it yeah, a younger person can watch it, but it's not going to hit the same way.
1: But yeah, and I think I mean credit to movies that do that. And, I, and I'm not saying that every movie should like be for adults, and that. Kids shouldn't have things that's directly geared towards them. But, like, High School mu- Musical's audience, like, didn't hit for the late, like, the teenagers no. of its time. It hit for the tweens and and kids of its time. And then people continued to enjoy it after they grew up.
0: Yeah. But I think that's just as important. So, like, having those things for the teens that are a little racier, a little, like, ooh, edgier – it fits in with that genre of Grease of like, oh, teens need their own stuff. But at the same time, High School Musical is gearing them up for that Grease moment. Well,
1: like The thing that, that we talk about with High School Musical is like what it feels like the lessons that they're teaching kids about like what it means to be in high school and what it means to be in these like heteronormative relationships and what it means to like be yourself. It's all very basic and in some cases harmful. With the stuff we've observed in High School Musical. Mm-hmm. And yes, obviously Grease is outdated and stuff like that. But like we were saying, Grease matures with its audience. And so when you're a kid, you watch it and you enjoy the songs. And then when you grow up and you realize, oh, there's depth here. Mm-hmm. With High School Musical, it's like you watch it and you enjoy the songs. And then you realize you get to high school and you're like, wait a second. High school is nothing like... This mm-hmm. and obviously, high school is nothing like Greeks' high school, but that's because you're never at, at any point in a class actually learning.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're sitting in homeroom sometimes, though. There is homeroom <sighs> between both.
1: All right, back to our similarities. Yeah, we've we've gone far afield, but the plots don't really mesh. No, after very long, because it's like there's more music. High in school grades. musical is. All about, you know, the audition and Sharpay trying to take revenge and Troy and Gabriella working out their drama mm-hmm. and Grease, as we said, it's it's about who's going to take each other to the dance. the fun dance. And then 15 minutes of doing the hand dive with Vince McClure, Fontaine, Fontaine.
0: creepy man, old man. Hitting on a seventeen-year-old girl,
1: and there's like there's there's way more characters in Greece, and not all of them have like full arcs, but they're all interesting and they're all relatable in a way. Like,
0: yeah, I, other than the the side T-birds, I've never liked them, and I've always found them annoying.
1: At the dance is where Zuko gets tricked into dancing with cha-cha in a similar oh, way to what? how Troy gets tricked into like. Putting down down his relationship with Gabriella in favor of like rah rah sports Mm -hmm. stuff. Which is interesting because, in both cases, the men, those men are actually just doing what they're good at. Troy is good at basketball and he's being tricked into just being like a version of himself that he excels at being. Mm -hmm. And same thing with Danny Zuko. Like, he's tricked into.
0: Dancing. Showing
1: off his good dancing skills, which he is objectively great at. Yeah. Like,. Both of them have that moral complexity of like, yeah, but it was a trick. And the the girl who is offended, like, isn't giving the guy credit for like.
0: Having other interests.
1: Having other interests. And. I
0: will say Danny is probably more at fault than Troy was. Oh, I,
1: it's the other way around. No. Because I think it's the other way around. No,
0: because Sonny just pulled like. Danny's like, oh, I guess I'll dance with Cha-Cha kind of thing. Like, it's like, oh, I just like being the center of attention where Troy is like.
1: Troy, like Troy, said words. The, I feel like those words you can't take back.
0: But the thing is, Danny does nothing. Like he, he hardly. We don't. Apologizes. We don't hear.
1: We don't hear the apology. It just cuts and, to them in the car. And
0: Sandy's like, "That was a crap apology."
1: <laughs> but I think I was at a dance and I was dancing with like, and this is the thing with like old-fashioned gets, dances. Like you weren't expected to dance with the same person all night.
0: But like. They were competing as a couple in a dance, yeah. And all of a sudden, whoops! I'm with someone else, and then I lose, and there's a centered spotlight. Like it escalates to beyond, way beyond what Sandy was expecting. Like, yeah. Thank God it was interrupted by the mooning, which you know I hate that bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's there's no butts in High School Musical. No, thank God. Uh, There is shirtless Zac Efron though. (laughs) Yes. I, I that's, that's it. I think it's – I'm glad that we had that disagreement. I think it's funny. <laughs> we have an evil blonde who tries to cheat rather than win fair and square against our protagonist. Yes. That's Sharpay in High School Musical.
0: And Scorpion's the, the, leader, Craterface.
1: Crater, is that his actual name? No. That's Does he have nickname. an actual name?
0: I don't – the only he thing he's ever that's, referred to, though, is Craterface. And
1: he's got these, like, acne scars or, like yeah. – other scars. Other
0: scars, yeah. On,
1: all over his face. And he's got... <laughs> this is the race between the T-Birds and the Scorpions where they're like car racing.
0: And it's very Ben-Hur with like <laughs> metal spikes on them. Yeah,
1: he's got the spikes on his wheels that are... As opposed to Sharpay just rescheduling the, yeah. the callbacks. So mm-hmm. then we get to the sort of end here where we get Danny showing up with his... Letterman. Letterman sweater jacket and Sandy showing up in her, like, leather pants, smoking a cigarette.
0: Ratted hair. Just complete opposite of Sandy as we knew her
1: before. And what's interesting is when, when Danny shows up and he's in the Letterman jacket, his friends are like, whoa, whoa, what's this? And he goes, he goes while you guys were stealing hubcaps, I was lettering in track. And they go, oh, cool. Like. They're a little confused by it, but they accept it pretty quickly. Well,
0: they're also concerned, like, who's going to lead us? Like, are you going to just abandon us after graduation? And Danny's like, are you going to have someone lead you the rest of like you? Yeah. All?
1: And which is such an interesting like thing because Chad and Zeke and Jason are nowhere near that. They're like, Troy, you're the guy. Like, everybody loves you and you're supposed to be this. And yeah. Danny's just like, nah, I'm I'm something else. <laughs> and and Troy's like, wait a second, I am supposed to be the basketball captain and I can't let my guys down.
0: But he also is like, but I also made a commitment to Gabriella, and let's figure this out as a team. Yeah,
1: well, it's like High School Musical is about that conflict way more than Grease is about that conflict.
0: Mm-hmm. It just happens in Grease. You're like, oh, he actually did do track and like lettered and like cool, I guess. Yeah. Like it's it's. He is shown practicing hurdles once. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) There's no basketball game. There's no ceremony. We don't even know if Danny was actually good at it.
1: (laughs) But I I respect, I respect Greece's like, well, one brevity of storytelling. Like it it gets that point across quick. I, I respect that it, it does say like, Hey, people contain multitudes and it's, it's pretty quick. Like, The the whole stick to the status quo thing in High School Musical is, like, so overblown. It's like, yeah, everyone in high school does a couple different things. I don't know what you want.
0: Yeah, I just, the lack of pronouncement in Danny's journey versus, like, Sandy's is a very physical. The
1: thing I will acknowledge is that when they're singing.
0: You're the one that I want.
1: You're the one that I want. It's hard to believe that I can sneeze.
0: (laughs) Next!
1: Um... (laughs) What happens is Sandy's got the the whole black outfit on. Danny takes off his Letterman jacket to be in the in his black outfit. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, the reason that is, is because they look better dancing in the tight outfits.
0: (laughs) Yes, but I think the
1: I think it would work just as well. And I would I would be interested to see if any plays do this where he does that dance in the Letterman jacket.
0: Or wearing like a Rydell t-shirt or something. Like wearing something that yeah. demonstrates his change.
1: Yes. And I think Greece has this thing where both Danny and Sandy surprise each other mm-hmm. by saying, like, hey, I'm gonna risk it all for you. Like, I'm gonna change myself for you. And Troy and Gabriella, they they risk their friendships and stuff.
0: They also change themselves. They change their priorities. They but it, reconsider it's, what they it's are. Like,
1: it's like they do it because it's like a mutual benefit mm-hmm. thing. And Danny and Sandy are like, they're willing to sacrifice things. Whereas for Troy and Sandy Gabriella. Sac- it just,
0: Sandy changes her appearance. There's no demonstration of mental change. Like, I'm looking at this from Danny's perspective. Like, Danny worked hard to
1: demonstrate. That's almost the reverse of, but but what's interesting is you're saying the reverse of the, the usual, like, second wave feminist argument for that, that says that Sandy got the short end of the stick that's like. She has to change her standards to meet Zuko. I mean, you're saying she only needs to change her outward appearance, but she doesn't go through any emotional change.
0: No, there's no emotional change, but it's also dehumanizing for her. It's like, oh, all I got to do is put on really tight black pants. Yeah. Which, like, Danny was already attracted to her before the tight black pants. Like, she didn't change. Yeah. There's no change other than, like, oh, I accept that you're from a different socioeconomic (laughs) class than I am, and I can dress. It's like, almost
1: like a cute role-playing thing. It's like, yeah. let me try on your outfit. It's yeah. very complicated.
0: It's it's just... It's never been satisfying to me.
1: I think it's... Yeah. It's... <laughs> it's it, it is true that Danny is the one who, like, really changes his mindset about, like, what he's looking for in a relationship mm-hmm. and what it means to be a, a good partner to Sandy. And Sandy just has to change her clothes. Like I, Like I said, that's actually... Usually the opposite of what people point out. Yeah, they, most people point out that Danny ne- doesn't change at all, and that Sandy's the one who has to change. I
0: definitely watch watching it this time. I I, I
1: noticed the change, and more. I think both are completely valid arguments. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> I like, and it's I, I'm just like, yeah, it's so interesting this thing that like, yeah, Sandy just puts on the like aesthetic layer, mm-hmm. but doesn't have to. She doesn't
0: change her expectations. She's still, like, hard on Danny and being like, oh, we're yeah, this she monogamous relationship. She's not, she's like, not necessarily
1: going to go out and they're going to have risky behaviors, Behaviors, right? Th- that's not a guarantee. She just smokes a cigarette. Ooh. <laughs> like,
0: and she hates it the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's a great, that's a great wrinkle. It's like, she's bad at smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Sorry. Just derailed it but, a little but bit. But no, but Troy and Gabriella, it's not- it's nowhere near as complicated like
0: well it is complicated but it is much more of a th- them it's, together it's, it's complicated it's plot
1: complicated it's not Mm-mm. character complicated
0: i would say troy goes through some complication he
1: just he, he's just like his dad he his stands his, up
0: for himself in ways that he wasn't comfortable with before he tries to redefine himself both mentally and like in a social situation like troy has a lot on. gabriella We've said it before, does not experience as much change as we would like her to. Like, just, she doesn't get as much screen time. Yeah. It's the Troy show. Yeah. But I I think you're under, you're misremembering Troy a little bit.
1: Yeah. I And it is the Troy show. I think the one thing that we didn't say is, like, the end of High School Musical, like, a whole, like, 20 minutes before the movie ends, Troy and Gabrielle have made up, and... All of their friends have also made up with them. Yeah. The conflict is over, and now it's just, like, us seeing Against- if we can come up with a plan to beat Sharpay. Yeah. And that's, like, at least Grease, like, saves it till the end where you're like, wait a second. These two these two trains are coming at each other, and they meet in this final climax.
0: But that's also, like, as powerful as that ending is, it's a little unsatisfying emotionally. It's like, are they going to make it another week? like come on they've not had a proper conversation about relationship
1: it did take them the whole (laughs) school year to get to this point yeah Um, Danny and Sandy is is a way more culturally and socially interesting relationship than Troy and Gabrielle
0: I'll give you that absolutely and like and I don't think it has
1: to be a I don't think it has to be a good example of high school romance for it to be a, a good artistic exploration of how those emotions are supposed to feel. I think the conversation we have about Dan, like if we did a movie by minute of Greece.
0: I think someone did that. Go listen to them.
1: <laughs> I think we'd be like way more interested in that. A to, a to Z.
0: I would get so sick of it though, because it also, it feels so superficial so much of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like as, as well, superficial as Troy and And I think it's, because, and and I think it's because
1: we're removed for like the, when, Danny gives Sandy the class ring. Like, that's that's an important m- motion. But he's of-
0: joking. Th- like, he's... It's, like, played as a joke in the movie, which yeah, is it's annoying. Weird. It's so annoying. So this anno- is so confusing. <laughs> Listeners at home, Tyler's got his head in his hands, stretching his hair out, head down. He is just in despair. And they
1: both end... Both movies end in a simple about... We being in this together. Indeed. <laughs> we go together, we're all of this together. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I the the tones throughout the movie are pretty similar. There's like the low point before the high point at the end, and th- they follow similar beats. Without mapping directly onto each other, which is kind of nice. The thing
1: that Grease doesn't do is have the scorpion evil crater face guy all of a sudden be in the We Go Together song. Correct.
0: Which Which is is what High School
1: Musical does.
0: (laughs) Which is good, probably. Like
1: Sharpay and Ryan are just in the We're All In This Together song.
0: I never have a problem with Ryan in this stuff. Well, yes, obviously. But yeah, Sharpay is always questionable. Yeah. Also, just like the scorpions as like an adversary seems super weird. Like just this other bad guy in it. it when like it's not an a bad guy. Like there's no antagonist.
1: Well, it's it's not. It's I wouldn't call it a bad guy because he like Rizzo goes to the dance with him but to
0: get back at Kanicki for yeah.
1: But he's just another guy. Like he.
0: They get into fights. All that like he's a arri- he's, not, going he's out. not
1: he's not the antagonist of the movie though. He's just. A guy who's around who's a little annoying and, and rude and, and he flips people off. But it's like he's just another route. Like if we were watching the movie from his perspective. That's true. It'd be the same as watching it from Danny's perspective. Like,
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I don't, well, we had a very intriguing conversation and I hope it was not too nitty gritty for the people who are not encyclopedic in their knowledges yeah. of Greece, Greece, and High School Musical. But
0: we had to. You knew it was coming. We yeah, said it was coming. We did
1: it. And if we missed things th- It's not a
0: movie by minute.
1: There's there's so much more dialogue about Greece in this world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You go go look for it there.
0: Go watch the YouTube clip of Vanessa Hudgens singing their worst things I could do. That's all you need. Just go watch that.
1: In summation, love is a many splendored thing. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will say by goof-em-up from very early on in our viewing, I was like, oh, this is supposed to be reminiscent of From Eternity to Here.
1: Oh, yeah. When they're at the of, beach. Yeah. <laughs> from Here to Eternity, the yeah. famous, like, beach kissing thing. Yeah.
0: One of the first most, like, ooh, scandalous yeah. shots ever.
1: And then James Bond would walk around the beach in his trousers many times. Yep. Anyway. Where should people look for our further content on the internet?
0: I mean, you're on the podcatcher right now. Keep listening to us on here. We're coming back soon with High School Musical 3. Oh, boy.
1: There's no way High School Musical 3 is as cliche and and trite.
0: It's graduation (laughs) year! (laughs) I'm so excited, guys. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I guess we're still on Twitter, at Amateur Nerds.
1: Amateur nerds present at gmail.com to send us an email.
0: Thoughts about the upcoming season, any fun Disney movies you want us to cover in our Disney movie of the week segment.
1: Oh, yeah, we got a soft launch that segment. Yeah, we do. Um
0: special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And
1: our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com.
0: I have been Condra.
1: And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time. A wop <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like where are you going with this
1: <laughs> a lot <whop, bam>, boom. <laughs>